Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch-Up, your favorite pop culture podcast where we rewatch childhood favorites, movies we missed, and everything in between. Don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available. And follow us on Instagram at Catch-Up Culture. What's up, everybody? What's Welcome up? to... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Stepped all over your intro there. Welcome to another episode of Culture Catch-Up. Uh, we, this week, are going to talk about, you know, just a little old film. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe if you're our age, you've maybe seen it a few times. She's all that. Ooh. A big one in Sam's film canon. Very nice. As Jarrett just said, one of my favorite What'd you say? Twenty. There's 20 movies in my top five. Yeah. And this is one of them. <laughs> we were starting recording and she said, I want to talk about this one. This one's really important to me. It's a, it's a very, it's high up there in, in my top five. And I was like, a lot I of, say that all a lot the time. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, when you had cable, when you were a kid, movies were on all the time. So That's you true. watched a lot of movies. That is true. This one would probably hold up on cable pretty well too. Not, not a ton yeah, to cut out. Yeah, this seems like a Saturday morning TBS movie. We'll get to that, though. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to She's All That. First, let's talk about what we've been watching lately. Jarrett, what have you been watching? Well, Star Wars fans are eating well lately because <laughs> uh, not only is Andor just incredible, and uh, episode nine just came out uh, literally yesterday, and watch that one another banger of an episode so if you're not watching Andor yet if you're sleeping well it's time to wake up on Andor and go watch it <laughs> but talk about Andor before the other part of uh, Star Wars fandom that or the other thing that came out in Star Wars is a little short anthology animated series called Tales of the Jedi that uh, was just released all six episodes came out on the same day on Disney plus I think about a week ago ish at the time of this recording and uh, again just another small little bite size piece of some Star Wars stories that were excellently done. You, you're um, so lucky. You get so many. I know. It's nice. It's wonderful. It, Can it, it's I get like... a million spinoffs of anything I love? <laughs> you just got to love There's the right There's one things, Sex in the City I mean? one, and it sucks, but I love it. I thought it was, I thought you really liked it. I do, but it also kind of sucks. But you're also getting season two currently filming. Yeah, well, we'll see. You know. See who they kill this time. <laughs> that turned out to be for the better. Let's be real. <laughs> uh, but... Tales of the Jedi is great because it's just six episodes that are only like 12 to 15 minutes long. Oh, uh, and they focus very small bites. Yeah. And three of the episodes focus on uh, everyone's favorite Ahsoka Tano. Oh, yes. Everyone's then, favorite. So it's like you get the story of a light of light side Jedi. Uh, and then it the other three episodes focus on the earlier years of Count Dooku, who it shows up in episode two for the first time of the Star Wars movies, played by Christopher Lee. So it's like him as way younger when he was a Jedi before he fell to the Sith. And so it's like kind of his showing events that key events that happen when he was still a Jedi uh, that kind of like push him to becoming uh, towards the Sith and becoming a dark Jedi I and see. stuff like that. So uh, it's very well done. Very cool. Uh, it's also really cool too. Well, the cast is great. I don't want to say it. There, there's some like very cool bits. Ah, don't who, spoil who anything cares? for but, the kids. Okay, I won't. But some fun voices uh, pop up and everything like that. Oh, uh, well, I want you to knows. when we're done. I want you to tell me because okay. now I'm curious. But yeah, so it's very some very fun stuff there that you've seen that show. So I would highly recommend. I know who Dooku is because of one of the Star Wars games we played. Who who was the first character you said? Ahsoka Tano. Who um, plays her? That's a her, right? Yeah. On <laughs> my her. shelf right over here, she's the orange. But uh, who plays her? Well, in Ashley Eckstein is her voice. 
But then in The Mandalorian, when she shows up in live action, it's Rosario Dawson. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I know who that is. Too. Yep. So, uh, great show. So, go check it out. So glad you have so many little spinoffs and things to watch. You really love them all. I do. Well, it's also Star Wars. It's very easy. Very low. Well, I know. And like we've talked about before, the whole world could say it's the worst Star Wars content in the world and, and you I'd would eat it, it up. Yeah. yeah. I love that about you. It's very fun. It's very fun just getting to bless enjoy you, the things Birdie. you love. Oh, bless you, Bird. Our producer's not being not quiet <laughs> in the mic in the studio. Our producer has allergies today. Oh, hello. Um, something else we watched recently was the el- uh, elementary, pfft, the Halloween episode of Abbott Elementary. Oh my God. Now, we're big holiday episodes of shows people around here. I don't know if anyone knows this, but Sam has a list on her phone in, in I think her everybody notes. knows. I think we probably talk about well, it every now, year. You know, it's, it's more publicized <laughs> now. But, but, uh, and it grows. Literally a list of every single holiday episode from all the shows we love. Some we don't, that aren't in our normal rotation, but like the TGIFs and the shows. And yeah, we'll throw stuff. in an Everybody Loves Raymond or a Cheers from yeah. time to time if there's a holiday episode. Yep. So we did just watch through we didn't watch all the Halloween episodes this year. No. We watched all the home improvements. Yeah. We watched a couple Boy modern World. families. We didn't watch Boy Meets World Halloween this year. We didn't? I thought Mm-mm. we watched. Oh, we must have watched it earlier. We watched the same ones every year yeah. is the point we're making. But we got to we add. We didn't watch the Frasier one this year. We didn't watch Frasier. Which the Frasier one was a big one for us because we that the very first year that Sam made this list and she added the Frasier episode. Obviously, I'd watched Frasier, a few episodes of Frasier as I a kid. I had never seen it. You'd never seen it? No. Oh, that's fun. And we watched just this episode in like the middle of the show without much yeah. context around it. And it was hilarious. And it's what made us watch Frasier all the and way through. And we love Frasier now. Frasier's great. Might be time for Frasier rewatch. It probably is. But we got to add a new episode to the list this year because the Halloween episode that Abbott Elementary put out was so good. Like, honestly... It might be my favorite Halloween episode. We cracked it. Was up. Well, so I think good. it's mine too for sure, but that might just be because it's new and we've True, only seen but it one like, time. It was I could act good. out the Boy Meets World Halloween episodes and the Sabrina the Teenage Witch Halloween episodes for you currently yeah. right this moment if you wanted me to. Um, it was just so funny. I don't really want to spoil it, but the costumes are really good. Um, I'll spoil one. One of the kids dresses up as the janitor and talks in a husky voice the whole time. Like the janitor. It's great. That's what I was going to say made this one so good is that not, you know, normally the show focuses on the teachers and stuff and you might get these like little, like a line or two from a couple of the kids. But this one like really was like heavily featured to the kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. And oh man. And the kids were great. It was such a good episode. We really loved it. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. Anyway, definitely watch that. Even if you're not watching Abbott Elementary. Um, I would say this would be a really funny, random, but funny introductory episode. Oh, for sure. Other than Halloween episodes, I started the new episodes of The Vow mm. on HBO. Um, everybody's favorite kind of show, a documentary about a sex cult. Ooh. Uh, it's super creepy. Yeah, I watched all the it super late last night. Look very... Not the best thing to watch right before you go to sleep. <laughs> it just can't fathom, I guess... The, I mean, we don't have to get into the details of this cult specifically, sure. but it's just like a guy who like speaks in ideals, vague ideals, never does or talks about anything concrete. Yeah. He's just like talking about what it means to be a person, basically. Really? That's his thing. Hmm. Anyway. It's weird how people, I mean, I know that's the whole thing about cult leaders. Right. But yeah. like, it's crazy that you know, that people like that exist who can just like by, like you're saying, just talking about like what it is to be like convince tr- women to brand themselves. And yeah. And just like the, the depths that can go. And like many cult leaders, he is creepy as hell looking. Yeah. 
and gross. Mm. And I don't even mean knowing what we know. I mean, if you knew nothing and you looked at him, you would see he's dead behind the eyes and think, why on earth would you trust this guy? Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) the season, this season is interesting because they have his number two being interviewed who she's one of the ones who was on trial and everything. And I think these people have already been convicted. I don't really remember, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, we'll see where the season goes. And that's on HBO. HBO, yeah. The Vow. The mm. cult is called Nexium. Sounds like a medicine. Like, it sounds like you take that for acid reflux. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Side effects for Nexium include headache, nausea, branding. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. <laughs> Inappropriate sexual relationships. Um, well, I think that's all we've been watching, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, other than the usuals, you know, Great British Bake Off. Yeah, the things we keep in our standard Blossom, rotation. Blah, blah, I did knock blah, a few. Blah. I did finish season two of Primal, so I'm all done with that. And I finished and other stuff like that. So, and Tales of the Jedi, I actually knocked out a good chunk of a TV and finished House of the Dragon. Like, a, look at you, checking look those at boxes. You. Well, I was also just out of town for like almost a week. Did you watch a lot of stuff while I was gone? All of Tales of the Jedi, but I knocked that out in like a day. Yeah, that so, doesn't sound like so that easy. was much. Um, yeah, I, I actually meant to watch like a movie or two while you were gone, but didn't get to the you movies. You didn't? No, I just watched the uh, shows huh. and stuff like that. Well, did you rewatch She's All That again? I, uh, no, sadly, I, I didn't rewatch the <laughs> She's All That again, but uh, let's find out why She's let's All That. Let's talk about it. What do you know about She's All That, having not seen it before this watching? Uh, honestly, nothing. It was another one that just, a, a lot of these like late 90s, rom uh, teen rom-com stuff like that or teen movies like this just were not in our wheelhouse and, st- and stuff like that we watched so like it was one that well and as we discussed last week of. you were confused about which right I didn't which 90s <laughs> actress is which 90s actress <laughs> exactly so that that speaks to the my level of yeah. knowledge about she's all that did you know which trope came out of this um i i think so but maybe not until way later okay so you didn't really know much yeah interesting like maybe within the last few years i learned that that was where that trope came from well as we said at the top of the episode this is the top my top 20 top five not necessarily (laughs) because it was like a favorite movie that i had a longing to watch or anything you know um i think just because it was probably again on tv all the time i've seen it a lot i don't know that it would really be in my top favorite movies but the, it's just stuck in your ta- brain. The, the times gotta... I've seen it, it would be at the top of the list for movies I've seen the most. For ah, there sure. you go. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Not favorite necessarily, just number of viewings. Um, I thought it held up pretty well. I would absolutely watch it again. I still loved it, even though it's super dumb. But I think that's... Super tropey. I kind of feel like, though, that's the special place that these movies like this have, that since now, like, I've been catching up on them more and, and seeing things like that. Like they're just hard to not like, Yeah, you know? It, so not having seen it, I don't know why we're talking about this now before we, yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning, but oh well, <laughs> not having seen it in childhood. Did you still enjoy it? Oh yeah. I thought mm. it was fun. It, it, it's these, it, again, it's like, I don't know. It's the type of humor. It's, it's, the it's like, it has the like emotional moments, but nothing's too heavy ever really in them. Except for the fact that now, so much of it is insanely problematic. Oh, sure. But, <laughs> you know, but still, it's just like, yeah, the whole concept of, of the trope and yeah. everything and the whole like message of the movie. Yeah. But it's the bet. The, we'll get to that. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things. It's like, it, even though, yes, may not hold up, they're still just light and fun. And so it's, it's it, like, I don't know. It's hard to not 
it would be hard, I feel like, to not like them or to not enjoy them while watching it because it's just like what's objectively wrong with it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of surprising that watching it through the lens of current time, the lens of 2022, it could still be enjoyable. I think it's a thing that while watching it, it's like you, un- uh, you I know, know what it I is. I understand what it is. Yeah. You know, and I understand what I'm going into. I understand that a movie, a dumb, any movie I watch now. racist, sexist movie. Yeah. Any movie <laughs> that like you Made watch now teen. coming that came from that time period is going to have something wrong with it. Yeah. You know, and this and one definitely does as we just learn and grow as a culture and, and the people. But, you know, it's just one of those things that like you understand that and you're able to go into it knowing that. And right. You, you, the jokes come up and you go, Woo, Ew, woo. Yeah. <laughs> pull up the collar a little bit out of awkwardness and then you move on because you're like, that wouldn't fly today. And that's not good. Don't take that lesson from this movie, everyone. <laughs> I don't think anybody's taking lessons from this movie, <laughs> except don't go on reality television let me give you some facts about all she's right. all that it came out in 99 yet another movie i probably should not have been watching as an 11 year old but i did anyway although surprisingly it's only a pg-13 i was gonna say i don't know why I this would be pretty bad clean. for to not watch as a 11 year old mm, nothing stood out really as I guess not specifically probably not anything that at that age you would recognize i guess yeah that's true um, I don't really know that it matters who directed it or made it or anything because I just don't think it's <laughs> people that... That's not what we're here to talk about. Anybody really knows. <laughs> but isn't this... I think we already talked about this last week, but isn't this the movie that M. Night Shyamalan wrote the screenplay for or yeah. something? Which is still so just like a, a left field thing. Although I'm now not seeing no, that. No, it is. Is that... Oh. I saw it earlier when I was doing Okay, so that's not, stuff. that's not a weird... Um, Marilyn Manson took out one of his ribs so he could yeah, no, himself. No, no, no. Okay. It's not that. It's situation. not a lie. It's not a, it's not a Mandela effect. It's a real thing. Yeah. Um, super. Which is, it's just random. like, Hey, I'm, I'm tired. I'm, you know, I don't want to make these movies with crazy twists anymore. Let me just take a, a random side. Yeah, but this would have been all before the, all of oh, those. Oh, that's true. Cause those would have been Maybe like this early is like 2000s. how he got going. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. While you're reading let, that, I gotta look look up something. Let Let me give you a quick rundown, um, in case you don't remember how dumb the plot of she's all that is. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character makes a bet, uh, with his friends that he could take like the ugly duckling of the school and turn her into the hot prom queen by the end of the movie. Of course, the trope that we keep referring to is it's the, wow, nobody knew she was hot until we took her glasses off. And of course, she was hot all along. She just was wearing glasses and they, you know, take her glasses off, cut her hair, put her in a skimpy dress. And now she's like super hot all of a sudden. Of course, you know, it goes awry. She finds out about the bet as you would hope she would, because how predatory and disgusting is that that men would make a bet about turning an ugly girl pretty? Yeah. Um, you know, of course there's more involved. His Freddie Prince Jr.'s girlfriend breaks up with him to date a real world castmate, which is maybe my favorite storyline line from the movie. Um That was very random, yes. She's, you know, got her like dorky arty friends who come into play. Um she's got a brother who comes into play and her dad, and she's an artist which comes into play at some point. Anyway, I think I think that's a good rundown. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I think so. But okay, I think what, what was the thing you wanted to look up? Oh, I was just trying to confirm well, like when M. Night's movies came out. And uh, coincidentally, uh, Sixth Sense came out in 1999, too. Oh. So it was like kind of a... Okay, but what did he actually do for She's All That? Because he's not the writer. Maybe he just like... 
assisted on the screenplay or stuff like that, but it, hmm. but yeah, he's credited with screenplay. Oh, okay. So I don't understand the difference between a writer and a screenplay writer. Does that matter? No, mm. not really. Not for this conversation. We're not in Hollywood. We don't need to get into the Hollywood. <laughs> We're weeds. not on the Paramount lot. Um, let's talk about the cast because there's a lot of cast here to unpack. Which I think was one of the things with this movie that made it so fun too. Yeah, like it's one of those movies you keep wa- you're watching. You're like, oh, that guy. Yep. Oh, that, oh yep. her, she's in it too. Yep, a like, little of this, a little of that. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. of course is the lead. Um, as Zach Siler. Lainey Boggs, the, you know, quote unquote, ugly duckling who becomes the hot girl is Rachel Lee Cook. Not Jennifer Love Hewitt. As Not I thought Jennifer last Love week. Hewitt or Sarah Michelle Gellar or any of the other people you maybe mixed them up with. Similar. I get it. I get it. Oh, quick side note, because we talked about this. Um, we talked last week in the, in the episode saying how like it was a thing of the 90s to give for people to have three, three names. names. Yeah. In us watching our Halloween episodes and watching... Uh, like Home Improvement. Don't all three of the kids on Home Improvement have three names? Jonathan Taylor, Thomas, Zachary, Ty, Brian, and, and the other one. Noah. Yeah. Taryn. Taryn, Noah, Noah, Smith, or something like yeah, that. Something yeah. Like that. All three of them do. Oh, yeah. People loved a three namer. <laughs> Are there three namers now? That many, I mean? I mean, isn't it a thing because there's somebody with that name in SAG already? So you have to like differentiate yourself. Yeah. Because there can only yeah. be one. There could only be one person like in Highlander. Per name yeah. in SAG or whichever organization actors belong to. But yeah, anyway, just fun aside. A little more Hollywood breakdown in case you guys wanted to know some stuff <laughs> about Hollywood. Scoop. Anyway, uh, Matt Lillard plays the real world castmate. You know, I have a soft spot for Matt Lillard. Paul Walker is one of the main guy's friends who he makes the bet with. Arguably the douchiest friend, probably. Um, Kevin Pollack plays... Uh, Rachel Lee Cook's dad, He's super a fun, fun in that role. Anna Paquin plays Freddie Prince Jr.'s sister. I never can decide okay. if we should be saying character names or actor <laughs> names. There's no way everybody remembers no, the character I think the names. Char- so. I think the actor names are way better to go. Um, Rachel Lee Cook's brother, played by Kieran Culkin. Um, Usher is in this. Lil' Kim is in this. Gabrielle Union is in this. Clea Duvall. Alexis Arquette has a really small role. Um, Chris Owen, who you'll know as oh yeah, um, Shermanator, Sh- yeah, from Wait. uh, yeah, yes, yeah, from also, American Pie, or uh, and every other movie that was made in the '90s for teenagers. Yeah, October Sky. They was in that one too. Oh, that sounds more serious. That's, that's a Wilson family film about Homer Hickam Jr. October NASA Sky scientist. Um, we've also got uh, Dule Hill which we'll discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, Eldon Henson, another one that you may not know the name of, but oh yeah, his character's name in this movie is Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Jesse Jackson. That's so funny. Eldon Hill. Um, he was in Mighty Ducks. He's her He's her friend. Oh. Who, like, you could, oh, her, wait, wait, wait. quote unquote, weird friend. He was also in Idle Hands, a Devon Sawa movie. You know how I feel about oh. Devon Sawa. Oh, he's Foggy Nelson and Daredevil. Okay, that's where I know him from, really. Oh, okay. I don't know what you just said. Anyway, Netflix, big cast, lots of fun little cameos. We even spotted Milo Ventimiglia. Oh yeah, remember as one of the real fast blink and you'll miss him. I don't even remember if he said anything. He's one of the soccer team guys who ends up cleaning. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the house. <laughs> um, big cast, super fun cast. I think another trope problematic trope that came out of this is the idea of tokenism there's literally one black friend in each group like there's one 
black guy and well, I guess there's two black women actually. You have Lil Kim and Gabrielle Union who are both in the um like popular kids group. Right. Um, although Lil Kim is like a much bigger background actor, Gabrielle Union is actually a character, I would say. Um, so I, I, I think that when people talk about tokenism in the nineties, this is one of the movies that they're really referring to. Yeah. Like they just threw Dulé and Hill because it was all white kids and they realized they need one black person. Right. Um, small role, not many lines, you know, as they did. Just I another mean, sign of the times, you yeah. know, as famous TikTok comedian says it was the nineties. And so, <laughs> um, but you also have Usher, which, yeah, kind of feels like funny. a, Okay, as so a school DJ again, as being not as into the pop culture in the late '90s, was Usher at his like in his height in the in the late '90s, 1999? Not or the that highest, also, not the highest on the, point on the of rise. His height. I mean, obviously, yeah, to, on like, the rise, be in the movie and stuff. People definitely knew who he was, but mm, I don't know that like Confessions had come out yet. Mm. I don't know the timeline. You know me, <laughs> um, but you know this also isn't movie that like came out in '99 and died, right? It it had longevity so much longevity. In fact, we can go ahead and talk about the fact that they remade it just last year into he's all that, of course, <laughs> starring, um, Addison Ray from TikTok. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, she's a TikToker. She was also in a Google commercial that <laughs> like that was hates. stuck on our Hulu for, I don't even know how Where long. Where she sings a Backstreet Boys song and makes and everybody dance to it. Obnoxious. A la She's All That. It was very She's All That, yeah. that moment. Um, it's a it's a reversal, a gender reversal. She takes an ugly dude and turns him hot, and it's the exact same thing. She, like, trims four inches off of his hair, where now he can, like, run his hands through it, and all of a sudden he's hot. It's Although, gotta I got to say, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Super hot. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's real. <laughs> Um, anyway, I, of course, watched it when it came out. I think I, it was just a streamer, like a Netflix, maybe. I think a Peacock again. Like I don't it, know. Peacock um, going and remaking all these 90s shows. It movies. was really bad, and I wouldn't recommend it. But I also, as you know, loved it Yep. because of how much I like She's All That. So don't run out and see it. But, you know, if you're bored and want to throw it on, I'd say it's worth it to make fun of. Yeah, for sure. Um, one more thing I want to talk about before we talk about some of our favorite moments from the actual movie is the soundtrack. This of course made Sixpence none the richer famous with their song. Kiss me literally don't know another song from that band. I, I actually <laughs> do know a couple, but not because they were like in the mainstream. Um, but the soundtrack is very of the times and watching the movie. I think I knew more of the songs now than I did back then. Well, of course I did, mm -hmm. but um, it was Fun. It made it feel more like a throwback than any, it kinda, any like other movie. It's kind of like you threw on your, like. a mixtape, kind of. Yeah, it's got Remy Zero in it. Um, of course, it has famously uses a Fat Boy Fat Boy Slim song in one of the prom scenes. Um, a bunch of bands you've I've never actually heard of, but I know the songs. There's a Liz Fair song in it. Uh, there's a Black Eyed Peas song in it, which feels surprising for '99. Black yeah. Eyed Peas went back to '99. Because that is yeah, not wow. on my radar. I did not think they'd been around that long. I didn't either. Um, you hear a little Rick James. It's it's kind of an all over the web soundtrack, but super good of the time soundtrack. Um, I'll probably go listen to it today because 
it's like songs it's in that, your head now yeah it's, it's like songs that feel good you know hearing random shit from your childhood um what scene what big scenes stood out from you for, for you from you <laughs> for you <laughs> um let's see i mean there were a few big ones that i feel like obviously like the scene where she comes downstairs kiss me that's and when he, six months on the rich is taken away yeah you know it's the it's the top gun moment of taking she's hot all the her, same kind of the same the glasses kind of are thing. gone she's hot all of a sudden and he's taken aback he's like i'm glad i took this bet you know what i mean and so what is funny is that in this movie in that scene it's ruined because she trips and falls so it's like oh yeah that's right <laughs> she's still like the dweeb of the school right but you know so that moment obviously is a big one because not only of the it's the impact of the scene in the movie, but also then because it does set up this trope and it's yeah. a very like reference scene and stuff like that. So it's like it was fun to get to see that and be like, ah, the context. I yeah. have it now. Yeah. Um then I Well re- and have you ever seen any of the spoofs of it? Um the I'm sure I have. What are those movies called? Not another teen movie? Yes, those. Uh, those all I've seen like clips of those. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen like one of them all the way through. Oh no, I but, like I, the one I, where why they would you do fun- that to yourself. <laughs> The one where they like made fun of three of uh, three hundred with and everything like that. I remember that one for a little like bits of that one. Well, they tend Chris to, Evans is in those, and it's like yeah. before he's Captain America, which is really funny. They tend to. I, I feel like she's all that is featured in like more than one. Of right, because they yeah. all like it's not like this one specifically only does this one movie. They right. just like mix them. They all mix up. them all together because Very they're funny. all the same yeah. basically. Um, a scene that I really love is so her dad Kevin Pollack Pollack Pollack. is um a pool cleaning guy and he's home one day and hot freddie prince jr zach seiler's character sends the soccer team over to clean the house for some reason now i don't even remember why but it doesn't matter so all these soccer high school way to win over laney's heart yeah all these high school soccer players are wandering around the house while her dad is watching jeopardy and he's out loud answering every question and he's wrong a hundred percent of the time and um this may actually Milo Milo whatever that guy's name Beniglia. is. He may actually have a line in this scene. He may answer one of them. I think he does. One of the kids ends up answering a bunch of the questions right, and Kevin Pollock like slowly realizes that there's people in his house and that they're smarter than him, and he says something to the effect of like, "Who are you people?" It was really funny because yeah, he's totally oblivious, which he, which was funny. He he was used super well throughout the film, like little bits here and there where like he has a nice sweet moment and then he has a weird funny dad moment like that. Um, but the brother was used really well like that too. I feel like Kieran Culkin. Yeah. Everybody's favorite. Well, because he's kind of like picked on succession. Yeah. Cause he's kind of picked on and bullied and stuff like that, which, and then there is a moment in the movie where Zach, Freddie Prince jr. Like really stands up and, and you know, stands up for him, protects him because like even, I don't even think he has that many friends no, yeah. for his age and stuff like that. And so like to have the big, you know, popular guy. And it wasn't like a thing that Zach did to, to specifically woo over Laney. Like right. he did it because he like, he was trying to be his, the nice guy. He liked the kid and liked yeah. him and wanted to be, and was friends with him and like actually stood up for him. So like, you know, in all the fakeness and the fake, even though the whole thing was started to be out to be a fake ploy to like win her over and stuff like that. Like he actually, Oh yeah. It I, shows that like, he is still like, he has a good person in him. <laughs> that's something like that. I forgot to explain with the plot. Of course, by the end of the movie, you know, she finds out about the bet gets mad, dumps him. But by the end, of course they're in love and they're right. together and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Gotta have that happy ending. Yeah, of course. Um, and then I also remember the scene where she like, it's her like, 
artist montage to show like how much of an artist she is and is, and I feel like it's like another how moody she how is, moody she is when she's in, when she's in her craft <laughs> in her studio <laughs> and you know just lots of like close-ups of the paintbrush going on the on the canvas or her like or it's also like doesn't she it's, it's more like stuff. scrapbooky kind of too so it's um, like or I, I think it's more like she glues random shit to canvases yeah. and paints over it yeah. and so it's like all this like close-ups of her face you know, yeah. concentrating and while a song, play, while a very 90s song plays in the background. One it's of wonderful. the B storylines is that like she hasn't broken through her emotions to make art yet and the art teacher can see that and finally she breaks through at the end and, you know, probably gets a scholarship to Sarah Lawrence or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. No, Sarah Lawrence's 10 Things I Hate About You, wrong movie. Same story almost, wrong movie. Yep. Again, they're all the same. That is the same story. Ten things I hate about you is not a bet, but like, oh yeah, somebody it is paying very somebody else. You're right. F- oh, gross, man! <laughs> Why did they do this? I love that movie even more. We did that one last season. Go back to season one of Culture Catch Up. To listen we did. To 10 do ten things, things I hate about, about you. you. Mm-hmm. I don't remember these things. Um, we can also talk about the hacky sack scene. There's a a point where Freddie Prince Jr. is trying to like be arty at an art show, like a slam poetry night type of thing. And to mess with him, Rachel Lee Cook makes him get up on stage and perform. And he gets up there and like a true champ pulls out his hacky sack and starts hacky sacking all over the stage, but makes it like a mental thing where he's like telling himself that everybody's counting on him. And it's this super intense moment. They end up like turning the lights off and, and pointing a um, spotlight at him and He's talking faster and louder to himself about the pressure and and the tension and everything of life. And then eventually the hacky sack falls and he just kind of looks up at the crowd and he's like, eventually the hacky sack falls. And that's like the whole culmination of this <laughs> but little it's when mini she art learns. show. He's it's, it's when so she bad. learns that she just had, he just had to take out the hacky sack to become as a deep, insightful person so and not dumb. at all the surface level jock that she thought he to himself to be, that it's she so thought him to be. It's so dumb and it's so funny. It really is. But that's what I mean. Like, that's the thing about these movies. That's why they're, that's why they're easy to enjoy. And that's what, you know, over the top campy cheesy. It's just like, this is so silly, but also it's just fun. Like, how can you, you know, you know, what else is silly is that everybody comes to this prom knowing a synchronized dance. Yeah. Which I think is also where that idea started because other movies have ripped that off and done that now. Of course they do it and he's all that again, probably with like TikTok dances. Probably. I feel like that's what happened. Um, that movie wasn't memorable enough to. I mean, it was definitely keep in my brain. I feel like it was definitely a remake to be like, let's reach the kids of this generation yeah, with the exact same <laughs> dumb storyline. Um, the prom scene was, uh, you know, I don't want to say formative, but important because I just knew that by the time I got to go to prom, everybody was going to know a dance and we were all going to do it together. Of course, were you running around your school happen. being like, no. guys, 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 come to the gymnasium. We of have to learn this. Of course, that's not a real thing that happens, sadly. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, that's a big Usher scene. I think they dance to a fat boy slim song, if I'm not mistaken. Um, something else silly is Matt Lillard's character. You know, I have a soft spot for Matt Lillard. Yep. I loved him as a kid. He did a whole lot of silly movies. Um, and I had a pretty serious crush on him. I still have a crush on him, but maybe not grown-up Matt you Lillard. You pop up. He pops up, and you're like, oh, Matt Lillard. Yeah, I still just have a soft spot yeah. for him. Um, 
But you know, he's no Devin Sawa who got even hotter and is a big time zaddy now. He just, he just showed up in Hacks. He didn't. Season two, also on HBO. <laughs> I think we've talked about that we scene did. so many times. Maybe not here. Just a throwback. I think anybody who we encounter, we have to tell about that scene. Um, no, Matt Lillard. Yeah. He, his character was on Real World. And he is who Freddie Prince Jr.'s girlfriend leaves him for. At the very beginning of the movie, Freddie Prince Jr. gets broken up with mm-hmm. because his girlfriend is now dating Matt Lillard because she met him, I think, at like MTV Beach House spring break type of thing, which was a huge deal back then. I wish that they still did that kind of shit, but I also <laughs> wish it was still as low stakes as it was. When does he dance? He doesn't dance during the prom scene. He has his own dance sequence at some point. I feel like it was just like... That man. I thought was so goofy. That's what made me have a crush on him, I think, was his... It was like at just like a school event or like some random thing. It's probably at a house he, party. Yeah, and he just decides to bust out a move to... It's so dorky. Yeah. But um, the spoiler in He's All That is that the whole in the whole movie, you're hearing... You're hearing announcements made by the principal, but you never see the principal. Of course, I like immediately recognized his voice. And then you find out at the very end when they actually get to prom that the principal is indeed Matt Lillard. Oh, the main character's mom is Rachel Lee Cook and he's all that. That's right. Man, I can't get like a whole thought out in one (laughs) try for anything. Um, Matt Lillard comes in at the very end and is the school principal. And I believe dances again Mm -hmm. at the kids prom there, but, um, that's probably and they all love it and eat it up and stuff. Yeah, I've never seen that scene. Um, but you know, I was also really into Real World back then. His Check character out our episode on Real World Austin <laughs> last season. <laughs> His character was super reminiscent of this guy named Puck. Yeah, who was on Real World who just kind of like had crazy antics and was like a pain in the ass. The pain in the ass guy that nobody really wants to be around. I think Matt Lillard's character, because you see a few real world clips in She's All That, and I think he's always like sitting on people just to fart on them for no reason. (laughs) And then like thinks it's hilarious. And of course, everybody's like, God, get this guy out. He's the worst. That is Puck from Real World. Not that anybody cares. I know this isn't a real world rewatch podcast. But I mean, still, it's like, again, a very of the times thing that they like put into this movie. And it it's like, because like, how old is he supposed to be as opposed to? Probably like 20 or 22. I don't know. Dating high school. Oh. I mean, too old for a high school girl. Yes. Right. But, well, although she must be 18, she, she gets a tattoo in the movie. That's true. But it has a lot of other people in it too, like you know, like what we were talking about. I mean, looking through the cast when we did it, like Dulé Hill, uh, Paul Walker, which, uh, you know, rest in peace. Paul but it, you know, having not seen the Fast and Furious movies, I think the only thing I've really seen Paul Walker in is this and uh, Varsity Blues. So uh, we could Varsity Blues episode. Yeah, that would be a good one too. Um, and so you know, it's just like seeing more of him but yeah it was just him do, being the very stereotypical just jock character yeah and stuff bag. like that it's stuff like that uh Dooley hill though we've like been more and more uh seen him in more and more things as time has gone on like he was a the agent of or manager of the rocks character in ballers an hbo show uh he's also you know had a long-running uh role at on psych show on uh USA and then uh, the most recent thing and another thing that we really liked and would also highly recommend to people to go watch is he is in plays the dad in the remake I guess of the Wonder Years that's on ABC right now it's uh, so good it's so good takes place in the 60s and stuff still and just 
it's just a great show. Like we we kind of like tried it out because it's really lovely. Yeah, it's just wholesome, just wholesome all around. So I really loved the original Wonder Years, and this is it feels very similar, but like in a nice updated way. Yeah. Also very funny. Like several episodes of that, we were just dying laughing yeah. and stuff like that. But it's I a great think one. it might be. Who? Sorry for the yawns. I think it might be funnier than the original Wonder Years. But yeah, it's fun that they're. The movie is a mix of people like Freddie Prince Jr., who, of course, was super big at the time, and people who back then maybe, I mean, I'm sure Dulé Hill was had already been acting for a while at this point, but I didn't know him from anything. Right, so it's fun that now I know him, you know, from stuff. It, it's fun that it was a mix of people who were big then and people who are big now. Yeah. Um, Clea Duvall, I've always loved. I guess this was probably the first thing I saw her in. I don't think I saw but I'm a cheerleader until much later in life. So this must've been the first thing I um, saw her in. She had a cameo in broad city, which you all know was a big hit in this household. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She was on veep. Yep. Played the secret service agent and everything. Who's just very cut and dry. Yeah. But doesn't she fall in love with? Yeah. She marries her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I really love Clea Duvall. Yeah. She's great. So it's just fun. It's just it's one of those. I feel like it's one of those '90s time capsule movies that you like. You that's exactly it's like, what it it's, is. It's a very good picture in like portrait in time of like you know '90s culture and stuff like that. So like, which it makes it interesting that they made it again last, just last well, year. But yeah, no, and they tried to make it for I mean, that modern was a joke audiences. Of a movie. Yeah, it yeah. is just like oh. No. Maybe in another 20 years when people see this movie, they'll be like, what in the damn hell was going on back then? I mean, probably people who see it for the first time now probably still think that to some extent. But Yeah, probably. You know. Anyway, I still really enjoyed it. We'll absolutely keep watching it. Not that we watch it a lot, but you yeah. know. <laughs> if it comes on again, just randomly on TV, we'll probably leave it on. Oh, the cable that we don't have. Um, well, shall we move on? To everyone's favorite, our favorite. Mm-hmm. Don't know if anybody else likes it, but we sure do, so we're going to keep it. <laughs> our favorite segment, who is hotter? Yes. Too many people to pick. We're going to go with the top four dudes. Freddie Prince Jr., Matt Lillard, Paul Walker, Dulé Hill. And you know what? We're going we're gonna to do it two ways. We're going to say who's hotter in 99, and we're going to say who's hotter in Ooh. 2022. Do you have your answers? Well, wow. everybody can be listed in the who's hotter in 2022. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I mean. Technically, Paul Walker was the hottest. <laughs> oh, my God. When he was still. With us. With us. <laughs> as a grown up. Yes. Who was hotter in 99? Who's hotter as a grown up? God dang it, Wilson. Do you know your answers? It's really easy for me. I think so. Okay, who's hotter in 99? One, two, three. Fred Paul Prince Walker. Jr. Oh my God, really? I think I said, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But those baby blues and those, that blonde. Oh, he's very Zach Morris. Yeah, see, uh, I don't know. Zach Morris doesn't do it for you? Not much. I don't know. He's like, he's fine, <laughs> I guess. But like, no, Paul Walker's not normally on the top on the top list. I still probably have to go like Freddie Prince Jr. Really? Yeah. I think I it's don't like, even know I who you like are it, In this movie, it's, it's still like, his, his like hairstyle and stuff too is like very... Instinct Justin Timberlake, like when it looked like the, is it not like curly and stuff and like not like that, not like that, but that's like no, what I'm picturing. You're picturing it wrong. No, still it doesn't change my it, even if I picture no, it's it right. Beautiful it it blonde change. flowing locks. <laughs> okay, that's surprising. I'm surprised you went Freddie Prince Jr. 
Um, who's hotter in grown-up world? Do you know your answer to that? I think so. One, two, three. Dule Hill. About, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. again, I think. Oh, what? I thought we were going <laughs> to... I think also because we've watched Wonder Years, he's so like smooth and charming on that. Yeah, because he's like he's, a, he's a musician and stuff, and he's just like he's cool. cool. He's yeah, just cool. He exudes cool. Wow, I really thought you were also going to say Dulé Hill, but no, still, still Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Jr. Yeah, I think I got to go with that. Is it because he's like a nerdy voice actor? I mean, yeah, that goes a long way. Okay. Like I said last episode, he like. I mean, you can't export. go wrong with any of these dudes. No, they're no. all attract. Well. Matt Lillard, Matt Lillard isn't aging the best. Not the best, but he's but he's still like he's kind of having a resurgence, a uh, a lillisance, you could say, <laughs> and and showing it back up in things. And so uh, uh, yeah, you know, he was on Good Girls. Yeah, I feel like we just saw him in something else too. I don't yeah, know he's what. starting to pop back up again. So you know, but yeah, thank I, goodness for holding, Matt Lillard's I'm, I'm career. Holding, I'm holding steady with uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. That is really surprising. I really want to hear who everybody else thinks is hotter. Well, but obviously the one who's hottest of them all, because she was always the hottest. Is Rachel Lee Cook? Of course, movie. of course. Even Falling. before they took the glasses exactly. off, she was the hottest. Exactly. Well, I want everybody to go onto our Instagram and tell me who. Maybe that's what the Instagram post for this episode needs to be because I really thought we were going to agree on at least one of those. I need to know who's in the wrong here. <laughs> I need to know who's hottest. I need to know what everybody else thinks. We need another poll to let everybody know, uh, well, or for everyone to let us know. I think that's about it. Are we so. done with She's All That? I think we're done. Um, Jarrett is now caught up on the culture that is. The very important culture that is She's All That. Like I said, hit us up on Instagram at Catch Up Culture to let us know, you know, specifically who you think is hottest in this movie. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>